Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is to see everyone attend church and hear from God daily through His Word. The Bible reveals God's responses to various situations, and through daily devotions, we can reshape our thought patterns, transform our minds, and become more Christ-like. Join us here every Monday through Friday as different pastors and leaders from Fusion Church provide insightful devotions and teachings based on the day's scripture. For the current SOAP reading plan, visit fusionchurch.cc SOAP and join us as we deepen our understanding and relationship with God. Good morning, Fusion Church, 6 a.m. SOAP. Can you guys hear me all right? All right. This morning, we are in First Chronicles 27 first chronicles 27 and if you guys did some pre-reading um i imagine a lot of you were like what can we get out of this talking about the divisions of the military and and uh different officials of david but um as with everything in the bible there is something we can get out of it there is some lesson there is some new truth we can get out of it and i believe together brothers and sisters we're going to figure this out amen Amen. So I'm going to pray and we're going to get into it. Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you as as was every morning that you woke us up today. Thank you that today is your day that you have made, that we will rejoice and be glad in it, Father. So Lord, I pray that you will be with us during this time here on the 6 a.m. soap, Lord. I pray that you will be with us, Lord. You will speak to us. You will reveal things to us, Lord. I pray it will be your words that are heard, not mine, Lord that I would fade to the background, Lord, and you would be at the forefront of all of our minds, all of our hearts, Lord God, just speaking to us, Jesus. Sometimes even, Lord, shouting to us the, the message that you want us to receive. So be with us during this time, Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right. So <clears throat> First Chronicles 27, and I am reading from the New King James Version. And the children of Israel, according to their number, the heads of fathers' houses, the captains of thousands and hundreds of and the, their officers, served the king in every matter of the military divisions. These divisions came in and went out month by month throughout all the months of the year, each division having 24,000. Over the first division of, for the first month was Jashobim, the son of Zabdiel, and in his division were 24,000. He was of the children of Perez and the chief of all the captains of the army for the first month. Over the division of the second month was Dodai and Ahathite, and of the division Milkoth also was a leader, and his division were 24,000. The third captain of the army for the third month was Benai, the son of Jehoiada, the priest who was chief, and his division were 24,000. This was the Benai who was the mighty among the 30 and was over the 30, and in his division was Amizabad, his son. The fourth captain for the fourth month was Asahel, the brother of Joab, and Zebediah, his son after him, and his division were 24,000. The fifth captain for the fifth month was, was Shamhuth, the Israelite, and his division were 24,000. The sixth captain for the sixth month was Ira, the son of Ikesh, the Tekoite, and his division were 24,000. The seventh captain for the seventh month was Helez, the Pelonite of the children of Ephraim, and his division were 24,000. The eighth captain for the eighth month was Zibakai, the Hushathite of the Zarhites, and his division were 24,000. The ninth captain for the ninth month was Abiezer, the Anothahite of the Benjamites, and his division were 24,000. The tenth captain for the tenth month was Marai, the Nedophathite of the Zarhites, and his division were 24,000. 
the 11th captain for the 11th month was Benai, the Perithite of the children of Ephraim, and his division were 24,000. The 12th captain for the 12th month was Heldai, the Netothite of Othniel, and his division were 24,000. Verse 16, furthermore, over the tribes of Israel, the officer of the Reubenites was Eleazar, the son of Zikri. Over the Simeonites, Jephathiah of Machai. Over the Levites, Hashabiah, the son of Kemuel. Over the Aaronites, Zadok. Over Judah, Elihu, one of David's brothers. Over Issachar, Omri, the son of Michael. Over Zebulon, Ishmaiah, the son of Obadiah. Over Naphtali, Jeremoth, the son of Azrael. Over the children of Ephraim, excuse me, Hoshea, the son of Azaziah. Over the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joel, the son of Padiah. Over the half-tribe of Manasseh, of Manasseh and Gilead, Edo, the son of Zechariah. Over Benjamin, Jesael, the son of Abner. Over Dan, Azrael, the son of Jerome. These were the leaders of the tribes of Israel. But David did not take the number of those 20-year-old and under, because the Lord had said he would multiply Israel like the stars of the heavens. Joab, the son of Zariah, began a census, but he did not finish, for wrath came upon Israel because of this census, nor was the number recorded in the account of the Chronicles of David. And Asmathath, the son of Adiel, was over the king's treasuries, and Johanathan, the son of Uzziah, was over the storehouses in the field, in the cities, in the villages, and in the fortresses. Ezri, the son of Chalub, was over those who did the work of the field for tilling the ground. And Shimei, the Ramathite, over the vineyards, and Zabdi, the Shipmahite, was over the produce of the vineyards for the supply of wine. Belhanan, the Gedarite, was over the olive trees and the sycamore trees that were in the lowlands, and Joash was over the store of oil. And Shitri, the Sharonite, was over the herds that fed in Sharon. And Shaphat, the son of Adlai, was over the herds that were in the valleys. Obil, the Ishmaelite, was over the camels. Jediah, the Merhanathite, was over the donkeys, and Jaziz, the Hagrite, was over the flocks. All these were the officials over David's property. Also, Jehonathan, David's uncle, was a counselor, a wise man, and a scribe. And Jehiel, the son of Hakmoni, was with the king's sons. And Ahithophel was the king's counselor, and Hushai, the archite, was the king's companion. After Ahithophel was Jehoiada, the son of Benai, then Abiathar. And the general of the king's army was Joab. Amen. We made it through the names again, brothers and sisters, one more time. All right. So, First Chronicles twenty-seven um, <clears throat> provides a a detailed account of the organization and the administration of David's kingdom, and it lists the divisions of the Israelite army, specifying the number of soldiers for from each tribe additionally this chapter describes the monthly rotation of leaders responsible for various aspects of the kingdom you know agriculture royal supplies um the king's court and the narrative re reflects um the meticulous planning and the and the order of david's reign we start with verse one. It says, talks about the children of Israel, how they serve the king in every matter of the military divisions. Under David and most every other king of Israel or of Judah, Israel never relied on mercenary soldiers. Israelites themselves served the king in every matter of the military. Um, it says these divisions came in and went out month by month. David's army was divided into units of 12 
each uh, with with one group of the 12 um on alert each month of the year right so you have 12 groups of soldiers each month one of those groups was in charge of you know being on being being alert being ready to go right and this this was an effective way to keep troops always ready and and the inactive troops regularly trained you know when we, in the military you know uh, when when there's when there's massive deployments right well not everyone's deploying okay the our, our entire military force is not deploying to a region right so we're broken up in different groups different branches of the military you know and even within that branch you have different you have bases all around the world and within those bases you have different units and goes all the way down the line okay not everyone goes right if you are not sent forward right for for uh, a war a campaign whatever it is but you're back in home station what are you doing you're training you're preparing right and also back home there's other jobs that need to get done while you're there okay so so david was really wise and saying hey this group of soldiers under this commander in january let's just say that's you in February, this this group on down the line. So if you were not on uh, on uh, the rotation to be on alert, the rotation to be out there fighting battles, right? You were back home. You were training, right? And you were doing other other um, things uh, for for the people. Okay. But all these men, they were prepared, they were disciplined, and they were ready at a moment's notice. Okay, just because you weren't the one that wasn't on, that was uh, on alert, all right, you were still ready at a moment's notice to go. Right, you were always ready. Um, verse uh, starting with verse two, um, this section explains the twelve divisions mentioned right in in the in verse one. Right, and it goes on that down the line. Right, we're not going to go too much into that anymore. But verse five specifically, Benaiah, the son of Jehodiah. 2 Samuel 23, verses 20 through 21, describes this same Benaiah as a great hero in Israel. It explains that he killed two Moabites. He killed a lion in a pit. He killed a formidable Egyptian. Okay, so these were these commanders who led these armies. You know, they weren't just, you know, those you know, run-of-the-mill guys. These were some of the elite, you know, that he put as commanders of his armies. Verse 7, Asahel, the brother of Joab, um, in 2 Samuel 2, verse 18, Asahel was killed in battle by Abner, right? And this is going back to when David, when, when after, right after Saul was first killed and David was, was coming in and Abner was the commander of Ishbosheth army. Ishbosheth was the son of Saul who was trying to take the kingdom before David could be um, crowned the king. Verse 16, um, the officer over the Reubenites was Eleazar, the son of Zikri. This, okay, now going down here, this list describes tribal leaders who were not priests or military leaders, but administrators in the civil service of the kingdom of Israel. Verse 22 says, it talks about that these were the, the, the leaders of the tribes of Israel. And for some reason, from this list, the tribes of Asher and Gad were excluded from the list. And there's not really any explanation for that. And I'm sure, you know, if we were to go really start to dig down the rabbit hole, we would, we would find why these particular um, tribes were not mentioned. 
Um, it says in verse 23, David did not take the number of these 20-year-olds and under because the Lord had said he would multiply Israel like the stars of the heavens. David, at this point, he's wisely refraining from completing um, an unwise census, trusting that God would increase the kingdom and God would make them great. You know, we talked about, you know, quite a few weeks ago in 2 Samuel 24, how David started started to complete a census that was not ordained of God, right? And if you guys remember, um, you know, uh, pretty much uh, the Lord allowed Satan to, to influence David, to, to disobey the Lord, right? And David began to lose that battle, and he started a census. You know, and even his commanders, Joab, his general, said, don't do this. This is not of God, right? You know, but David did it anyway. But here we're seeing how David did, you know, did not count those who were 20 and under as part of this army, right? He knew, he trusted in the Lord that the Lord would multiply their numbers. The Lord would provide. David did not have to worry about the, um, the, the amount of people he had, the amount of soldiers in his army, you know, because it would have been, you know, by man's definition, it would have been wise to say, okay, let's count everybody. That way we know, because at some point our army is going to get old, right? And they're going to start to fall away. We got, we're going to have to replenish the army. Let's, let's go ahead. Let's have some forethought and think, okay, well, we have, you know, these teenagers coming up. Okay. Let's start training them, getting them ready. No, David didn't even, even count them, right? Let them let the kids be kids, right? We're going to focus on here because God is going to make a way. God is going to provide. God is going to establish them, his, his army, right? I, as King David, only have to do my part. I don't have to try to supersede God, right? Beginning with verse 25, uh, verse 25 talks about treasures and storehouses. Verse 26 talks about uh, work of the fields for tilling the ground. Verse 27 talks about vineyards. Verse 28 talks about olive trees. 29 talks about herds. 30 talks about camels and donkeys. 31 talks about flocks. And in all these verses, there were individuals that God put in place. Individuals that God uh, that, uh, that 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 God put in a, in, a, in in David's way, so that David could appoint them right. And all these men, they had a certain gift set to be able to do this right. David had trusted men to oversee all of these areas, right. And these men were just as important to the kingdom as the more obvious spiritual leaders, the priests and whatnot. They were just as important as the generals and the captains and the commanders of the army, right? That the, the, the greatness of David as, as a king was manifested in the acts of peaceful administration, just as much as his victory in the fields of battle. We could look at a man like David, who was a mighty war, warrior. He won many, many battles and think that's all he could do was fight. But no, God had given him the gift of administration. So he was able to use that gift of administration, right, and, and, and put it to work and find the men who had the skills, who had the giftings that the Lord gave them, right, to oversee these areas of the kingdom. 
the 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 tilling of the ground and 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 this cape and, and the, the the careful cultivation of the tilling of the ground the the rearing of the cattle and the donkeys and the camels and and all the things pertaining to the welfare of his people were arranged for under qualified and and an appointed oversight everyone was qualified for something everyone had a task everyone had a purpose not everyone can be a mighty warrior a captain in the army right but there needs to be administrators right and the same thing goes for the church the same thing goes for the church every single person on this zoom call every single person listening later on on the podcast or on youtube or wherever it is you're going to find this particular message i want you to know God has a specific place appointed for you in his kingdom. He's got a specific place that you've been gifted to handle. Certain things that you can do that I can't do. Certain things that you can do that Pastor Brendan, Pastor John, Pastor Harry, our our elders, Doug and Bob and, and, and Mike, certain things that they cannot do, but you can do. We've all been given a gift set talents right how are we using those things i am not a hospitality guy right i'm a ray i'm a confess that doug i'm confessing i don't do hospitality right i don't do environments right so if you go to one of our locations you know we have you walk in the the environment is set you're gonna have this thing that thing you're gonna probably have a photo wall you're gonna have all this stuff not this guy I'm sorry. I can't listen. I can't do I, I don't have the mind for it. Right. But we have we have talented people at EHT. We have people like like Christy and, and Nicole who they, God has given them a mind to help out and do those particular things. Right here in Cumberland County, I have my own team, you know, my own team, my wife, Sandra and Kathy, the, the, these, 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 these ladies, they have a vision for things. They can see things. Listen, let me let me let me let me. Let me fill you all in. Let me let, let you in on some of the behind the scenes workings in, in Cumberland County, right? Which, by the way, I think y'all need to visit Cumberland County at some point, right? I'm going to tell you till I'm blue in the face. If you were not serving in, a, in, a, in an area at EHT on a particular Sunday, drive on down the road. Come on to Cumberland County. So um, I'm going to use a Father's Day as an example, right? Father's Day. You guys remember how EHT, y'all has this crazy things like lawnmowers hanging on the walls. Like it made no sense, right? Made no sense to me, right? I don't get it. And in Cumberland County, we are a mobile location. We are a setup and tear down location. I can't have all kinds of lawn equipment hanging from the rafters of Cumberland Christian School, right? It's going to probably be frowned upon when the administrators come in the next day and they're seeing all this nonsense all over the place. I don't have the vision on how to make this work. So what did I do as the location pastor? I put it on my people. And I said, listen, this is what EHT is doing. We can't do it to that degree because of our situation. Could you make it something that fits us? And our team, they got together and literally, literally within like an hour and a half during one of our, during our, our, our Saturday evening setup, they made this thing happen. And it was this beautiful photo booth and and, and they, they they made things hang i don't get it but they made things hang right everyone has a p- part to play 
to make this church happen. And it's not just our church, Fusion Church. It's the capital C church. Every church, every person within those churches has a, has a gifting that's important and it's suitable. And it's, and it's for right on time to make it happen so that we can reach those who are far from Jesus. Do not think your gift, do not ever think that your gifting is not important, that you cannot be used because you absolutely can be used. Each of the men that are described in this, in this portion of scripture had a distinct sphere, sphere for which um, he was um doubtlessly specially qualified to or, or oversee and it was his duty and it was his duty not to be jealous of the others right because i'm gonna tell you right now you put me in charge of raising cattle right that's not my gifting i'm gonna be jealous of the dude who's 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 in the army fighting the battles because that's my gifting being in the military that's what i know right it's easy for us to be wherever the lord has appointed us and to view it as this is less than, and to see people who are doing different things, right? They may be teaching a connect group, a freedom group. They may be on the platform singing. They may be preaching a message. And it's easy for us to get jealous of those individuals and look look to them. How come they? Who like what makes them so great? No, 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 no. Get that out of your head. That is a lie from the enemy. That is the enemy trying to infiltrate your thoughts and control control your your, your actions. Because exactly what you do is just as important, sometimes even more so, right? Because think about like this. We've had people, um, Bob, I won't say names um, to, um, I'm going to keep it, um, you know, um, who have come, come to Fusion Church. And they have said, um, I need to be preaching a message. Okay, that's great. That's great. Um, what are your giftings? Oh, I'm supposed to preach a message. That's what the Lord has called me to preach. I gotta be a, I gotta be on the platform, right? Like, okay, well, let's start with the parking lot. Can you go work on the parking lot for a little bit? And you know, we're just gonna, you know, see where you where you are, you know, and they refuse to serve the kingdom, they want a platform. They were put in a in a position, right? And it may not have been forever, but they wanted to see, they wanted to be bigger. They wanted their name greater. Each of these individuals in charge of the vineyards and the olive trees and, and the herds and the camels, they could have easily been like, well, how come I'm not over there? How come I'm not the king's advisor? You know, how come I'm not living in the palace with the king? How am I doing? No, no, no. They were put in a position and their job was to do their duty. Not to be jealous of the others or 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 to be e- eager to imitate other people's gift sets, but to be faithful to his own area. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, there is such a blessing that comes that that comes to us when we're simply faithful to the area that God has assigned us, faithful to wherever God has placed us. And it may not be forever, but sometimes God is testing us. God is saying, okay, are you going to be faithful here? Because if you're faithful here, I can trust you over there. The key was that all these uh, uh, all these were the officials over kings over or King David's property, right? And then they could have easily um, began to to look at where where they were put um, 
put where that what they were responsible for um and take it upon themselves and like these are my vineyards these are my donkeys but no they were faithful where they were assigned they were they were they were faithful i am here at the new here next steps at desk at fusion church i am faithful i'm not looking over to the cafe i'm not looking over to the children's ministry i'm not looking at the greeters i'm not looking no i am here right this is where i'm going to be i am a greeter right i am standing next to either one of our locations either crazy doug or crazy pop dancing in the foyer waving a sign greeting people coming in you know, pray like, you know, praising the Lord and there's barely any music going on. Right. But I am here. The the the, the pastor has placed me here to serve and I'm going to serve to the best of my ability. Right. I'm on the parking lot team. and It is cold out here. Right. It is cold. I don't want to be here. I'd rather be inside drinking coffee. But no, I've been put here not to look around, not to be jealous. Right. You know, everything. Everywhere we've been placed, we need to take as a gift. God is entrusting us, right? Think about it like that. Sometimes we've got to change our, 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 our mindset, right? Think about it as the Lord has placed me here. Not that crazy bald dude with a beard, you know, that, that, that'd be running around Cumberland County like crazy. No, the Lord has placed me here. And if God has placed me here. Who am I to question God? Who am I to question where he has placed me? It's worthy to know that of these names, um, that Ob- Ob- Obdiel, an Ishmaelite, was part was over the camels, right? Um, Ishmaelites, they were Arabs. And um, the, the camels were a creature of Arabia. So this man who was placed here, right? This was his gifting. He grew up in Arabia, wherever Arabia was at this at this, this point in time in history, right? So they knew camels and Jaziz. He was a Hagarene. Um, Hagarenes were shepherds. And Jaziz, a Hagarene, he was put over the flocks. He was put over the livestock to make sure that, 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 uh, that they grow and they prosper. Nothing went to waste. Because imagine if if those roles have been flipped, right? Imagine that. If you have a, a dude who's more more suitable for 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 livestock, right now now he's trying to tend to camels, it ain't gonna work, right? You're placed in your giftings and, and wherever whatever gifting God has given you, that's what that's where they were they were placed. Each was appointed to the office for which they were best qualified. And, and, and so, so, so men of worth, women of worth were encouraged and public service was, was effectually promoted where they were gifted at, where their, where their service um, came from. They were, they were promoted. They were recognized. This is your, your, your talents. This is what the Lord has given you. Right. And some of us, we don't know our giftings, right? Sometimes our giftings may be outside of what you do right now as a job. But within the church, you're perfectly suited to be where you are, right? I don't have a gift of administration. I don't, right? I struggle sometimes when it comes to administration. But there are people within a church who absolutely love administration, love spreadsheets. I can't. 
I can't stand spreadsheets, right? Listen, this is between us. Don't tell Pastor Brendan. I don't like spreadsheets. Elders on the call, this is between us, right? We family. I can't handle spreadsheets, right? It's not my gifting. But Pastor Brennan would look at the spreadsheet and he's just like, he's just like, oh, this and that, this column, right? That's not my gifting, right? But as a, as as the leader of my location, it's my responsibility to find those individuals who have that gifting to help me where I'm at. Does that make sense? Right? It's not my job to do everything. It's not Pastor Brennan's job to do everything, right? But it is our job to find those people who can do everything. Amen. That's the point. And David found the right people for the right job at the right time. Verse 33 says, Hushai the archite was the king's companion. 2 Samuel 15, 37 says that Hushai was David's friend. And his position, his position may have began as like an informal one. It's just like a, as a friendship, but eventually it grew into more of an official advisory position. And verse 34 says, talks about the, uh, the general of the king's army was Joab. And Joab is one of the most complex characters within the Bible. He was, he was fiercely loyal to David, yet he was not always strongly obedient to David. He disobeyed David when he thought it was in David's best interest. And he was, he was a cunning and he was a ruthless um, leader um, with, within um, Israel. So what can we get out of all this? Chapter 27, and we're going to begin to close here, right? Chapter 27, it lists uh, various army divisions of uh, um, of Israelites under David. And at this time, the, the, the army was, was required for settling the land, for keeping peace, and, and, and ready, 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 ready for any wars that were going to come. And as we read this passage, I think about our, 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 our own spiritual military conscription. When we, when we become believers in Jesus, we have we have we have stepped from the bondage of darkness, and we have stepped into the light of Jesus. And we're we're no longer on the side of the enemy, but we serve our Commander in Chief, who is Jesus Christ. Amen. We no longer serve the enemy; we serve Jesus. And with that being said, there, there's there's a holy war that's been going on since the beginning of time. And our movement from the enemy to Jesus has put a target on our backs. It's put a target on each and every one of us. The word says that the enemy is, is out to kill and destroy each of us. And he does whatever he can to bring down the people of Jesus. We are fighting an unseen, deadly war, brothers and sisters. All right? I, I don't mean to get so serious, but we are fighting an unseen, deadly war every single day. Ephesians 6, beginning with verse 11 says, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Verse 12, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Paul is reminding us, he reminded the, the, the church of Ephesus and he's reminding us today that we are at war and we must be battle ready to withstand the enemy's attacks. Not a day can go by that we don't put on the spiritual armor that he has placed for us. This helps us to be prepared for the battles we face. 
And we help us be prepared to do what Paul tells us in verse 13, where he says, says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand wherever God has placed you, stand wherever God has appointed you, stand wherever you find yourself, stand, 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 stand for Christ. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, let's pray. Father, we love you. We just thank you for your word. I pray, Lord, that you will always be reminding us where we are within the kingdom, where you have placed us within your kingdom, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that we never take it for granted. We never look at where we're serving, where we're at, Lord God, as as less than. But no, Father, we come against that in the name of Jesus because you have not called us to be less than. You have called us to be greater, Lord God. You have called us to be the head and not the tail, Lord. So, Father, I thank you for this message, Lord God. Be with my brothers and sisters right now, Lord, whether they're here on this Zoom call or they're listening later on. Uh, on the podcast or on, on YouTube, Lord. Be with them, Father. Speak to them, Lord God. I pray dreams and visions come upon them, Lord God. Some of us may need a new uh, readjusting of our viewpoint, Lord Jesus. Give that to us, Father. Father, I thank you for your word, and we will continue to love and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. All right, brothers and sisters, I love y'all. This has been a good one, and um, I will see you again next week. God bless.